Yeah, we online, yeah? We're good, we're good. Yeah. My guy. So what's, what's, what's this one, Sam? Hey, boy, 2020 is, um, to the end. 2020 review. It's mad, bro. It's been a crazy year, man. I know, obviously, we'll get to the boxing, yeah? But it's actually been a crazy year. Oh. Man, I landed from traveling, yeah? Um, in, 20, in 2019, I traveled. I got back to Heathrow Airport. The day I landed, I heard about the stuff that's happening in, um, with Soleimani and the USA. That's what started the year for me in this country. In this country, and then ever since then, it's just been a roller coaster. Huh? Non-stop. I like one thing after the next. Well, do you know? Do you know? We like, still don't know what's gonna happen next. As well, yeah. Saturday, I was I was mad busy on Saturday, yeah, running around doing bare stuff. I got home, sat down, and then my wife was like, "Oh, Boris Johnson's doing a press conference." She was looking at her phone. I thought, I think I said to myself, "I was like, oh, he's not gonna announce nothing." <laughs> <laughs> the news on little, little, little did you know put the news on oh yeah London and the South East is getting into tier 4 quickly oh. you know go on go on the social media find out what tier 4 is all you see is everything's closed knock off bare red crosses oh. and it's interesting because he only gave the country 7 hours in it <laughs> I, saw, I saw reports the next day that people were running to train stations trying to get out of London bro imagine that so, so th- does that mean now, not, now that there's a new strand, that there's that the current vaccine that they created is obsolete now, <laughs> or they, they need say, to start they, again? What they're saying is that the vaccine will still work, but considering I'm very careful because I don't want to get this video like I don't want to get the FBI kicking down man's door in it. <laughs> Yeah, some MI5 guys coming through man's window. It's true. Um, but basically, they what Boris Johnson's saying and all them Chris Whitty and everyone, they're saying that the vaccine should still work. But I just have one big question that you know this this other strand seems should. to have been this other strand seems to have been discovered in the last two three weeks. Um, so how how do you know? Yeah, and and we're still going through testing of of like loads of other factors. And also, so. why has another strand come out of London? Like, that's, that's not, like what, what, what about the London environment has caused this other strand? Drill music, fam. That's a really We're just tougher here, bro. We're just tougher here, man. We needed yeah, No, but, what, but what's actually yes, happened? And you know what's peak now? Is that, like you said, all them people, we'll get to the boxing in a minute, but all them people who are in London and have dispersed to the shires, Bro, they're taking the strand with them. Yeah, real talk. They're taking the strand with them. So, real talk. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. The, the vaccine thing, I've stopped this, worrying this, about. This, this is what I say. I've stopped worrying this, about the this vaccine This is what I say. You, got, you have to sleep. You have, you have to sleep with one eye open in 2020, bro. You don't know what's going to happen next. You just don't know. Samson tried to that. I even know if it was a tier four. <laughs> yeah. Because sleep is the cousin of death. I didn't even know there was a tier four. <laughs> oh, past the sound. Bro. Trust me. I said sleep. Did you might know there was a tier four, though. It was announced on Saturday, bro. It was created on Saturday. That's what I'm trying to say. There was no, like before we knew there was like three tiers, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. Came out yeah. This tier four was concocted out of nowhere. Like, hey, bro. At the end of the day, yeah, when you're prime minister, that's what you can do, isn't it? Yeah, real talk. Real talk. Um, 
Man, man, re- man, man rebranded National Lockdown and called it Tier 4. Yeah, he was just like, you know what? We need a new thing. Just slap Tier 4 on it. Yeah. My gym, the way my gym texted me, yeah, was very abrupt. Like, it was like, we can't open next 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 month. We'll holler at you later in it. <laughs> that was it. Because <laughs> everyone's lost patience. But, but yeah, yeah, even, even though it was a shortened year, though, there was still boxing. There was a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good year for boxing. Boxing persevered. Boxing persevered. So this is the prestigious, the first annual After the Bell Awards. Good Award. year for boxing. After the Bell Awards. I love that. After the Bell Awards. <sighs> so what's, what, what categories have we got? What's the first category? What's the first category we're going for? Um, hold on. First category is Fight of the Year. Fight of the year. Fight of the year. Okay. So fight of the year. Yeah. No, no, let's do category by category. Let's keep them waiting. Let's keep them waiting. Let's keep them involved. We'll start off with that one, yeah? Yeah. Let's start with that one, yeah. So what we say, are we going to judge... Are we going to judge fight of the year on on the quality of the fight or what... what, The the, the significance of it. The significance The the seismic... The seismic... Shake that it had okay. on boxing, and it's got people talking to this day. Okay. There's no other fight that we can discuss. <laughs> I think we know where something's going. Oh my days! The bronze bomber versus Tyson Fury has got to be the fight of the year, man. Bro, state your case. I mean, state your case. State your case, my guy. I mean. <laughs> I mean, the, the story continued, didn't it? It started off in, what, 2015, when my guy, Tyson Fury, hung up his gloves and was on the brink of, you know, um, suicides, drugs, and all that sort of stuff. You know, he was, he was, he was on the cliff, you know. And meanwhile, uh, we had a fighter uh, from Alabama, Deontay Wilder, who was literally, you know, his vibranium right hand was knocking out people left, right, and center. And that's when he captured the title as well, wasn't it? The WBC in 2015. So we can start off from there. So whilst my guy, Tyson Fury, was putting on weight, snorting cocaine, you know, Wada was knocking man out just at will. So he was doing that for, what, a good four years, four or five years before he met his match in Tyson Fury. Um, Tyson Fury came back losing I don't know how much he lost but he lost a significant amount oh he lost and yeah. a hell of a lot yeah. of weight he um, effect- he more or less won the fight against um, Wilder everybody was expecting Wilder to lay him out cold he effectively won if not for the two knockdowns which made it a controversial draw and then it made way for the big fight in February this year. I thought, and many thought, I think that Wada was going to just finish him off this time. That's what I thought. But Tyson Fury had different plans. Different plans. And he battered him from pillar to post. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never seen such a dominant performance in my life do you know what I mean um, 
And the reason why I think it's so significant is because of the story of Tyson Fury and also the controversy around it. To this day, people are still talking about, you know, whether um, Wilder wants to fight or not. Why has Wilder not pursued the fight anymore? Because he was the biggest and baddest man on the planet since um, since 2015. Uh, and again, it, it now shifted the focus from Anthony Joshua, who's another champion, and Wilder. It shifted it now to Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. And that wasn't according to the script. The script, it was meant to be Tyson. Sorry, it was, the script was Anthony Joshua versus Wilder. But now that's all flipped, you know. So I think because of the plot twist, the story behind it, and the dramatic fashion that in, in which the way Tyson Fury won makes it, for me, like the, the most impactful fight this year. I've well, still I watched that lie. fight. I can't lie. That is a strong case, man. <laughs> that is a strong case. And I'll, 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 I'll continue, yeah, because I actually agree with everything you said in terms of how much it shifted um, the focus of the division, um, how good the fight actually was, how it broke expectations. And I've been very transparent about what I like in, in boxing in the sense that I like the story, the kind of um, the, the rivalry, the, the, the sagas, like, and how losses and things like that can change a person like the champion mindset and that's that's kind of why i like boxing and um this fight delivered on that like fury coming back from um the 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 depression and the and being at a low and then being able to fight work hard and do that whole rocky story of training and then coming and defeating the guy but not just like he defeated him in like incredible fashion but also displayed his skill, like the craft of boxing. It wasn't just like a, it wasn't just like a quick knockout. It was like a, it was a really good display of tactics, strategy, teamwork. Um, and he just came out on top. I think that was, I think that was the best fight of the year. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree. Um, yeah, I, I think it was fight of the year. The, the only fact that I think you'd probably have to give honourable mention to is. Um, Tiafimo Lopez versus Lomachenko. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because Absolutely. this this was, uh, I think the Fury, um, Wilder one was more of a seismic um, shake-up in the heavyweight landscape, definitely. Um, but I feel like Tiafimo Lopez, he's definitely shaken up um, what a lot of people thought about boxing um, in the sense that Lomachenko was the top of a lot of people's pound-for-pound lists and he's had about 15 fights, uh, professional fights. Um and Tiafimo Lopez, in my opinion, went in there and clearly beat him. Mm. Uh, and now we've got Lomachenko who's been tipping that Wilder juice, um, talking about he thinks he won the fight and he was robbed and blah, blah, blah. Um, and the, the interesting thing is, um, the Lomachenko, who was number one on the pound for pound list, he's dropped from people from, he's not even in the top tens anymore. So mm. I, I would just uh, mention that one as well. Um, mm. And that sets up that, that division yeah. very nicely with all those young guys, hot names around. It sets up the fights nicely. That Lomachenko, I'm not going to say he's out of the picture, but it almost makes it a more level playing field mm. when everyone faces off against each other. But yeah, I, I think we're probably unanimous in um, it being Fury versus Wilder. Agreed. So there you go, Tyson Fury. You didn't win um, Sports Personality of the Year. 
but you've won a more prestigious award. Mm. <laughs> and the first of its kind as well. Right. So uh, the next did. one was Fighter of the Year. Yeah. So most fighters have only had one fight this year. So this is going yeah. to be quite an interesting one. So I was thinking about this one and I was thinking about in terms of the fighter of the year, what what sort of hallmarks are we going to be using for that? I feel like, again, we've got to look at the 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 expectations people had going into that fight regarding that individual, the outcome of the fight, and the fashion in in the way they went about that fight, hmm. um, and also again the opposition. Because every great fight has great opposition, and I think for me, I would have to go for Teofimo, fight of the year. Mm. Um, considering fifteen fights, like you mentioned, up against pound for pound the best, who makes people quit. You know, um, not as experienced, but went into the ring and showed grit, determination. He was winning a fight, but when Lomachenko tried to take him into deep waters and drown him, Teofimo had the answers as well to come back. And he became unified champion of that division, the youngest, 23 years old. For me, that is just incredible. Um, if he was a little bit more popular, people would be ranting and raving about that as probably one of the best performances. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in, in years to come people are going to look back and say wow that was actually a great performance people haven't really it's not people haven't really deeped it yet how big a performance that was yeah I, I, I um, agree I think I agree I just I, I think yeah I, I don't think people have given him this I think at the time he got a lot of credit but I don't think people have given him the credit it probably deserves yeah. um, in hindsight and I think, mm-hmm. that, and I think the issue is because I think everyone is very, and it, I alluded to it in the last category, everyone is very um, segmented in who they are backing out of, you know, Teofimo Lopez, Lomachenko, Devin Haney, uh, Ryan Garcia, uh, Javonda Davis. Everyone has sort of picked their fight up, um, and it's like you can't give anyone else credit. Mm. Um, and I think Haney Garcia. Uh, put it this way, I think before the Lomachenko fight, Lopez was possibly the, the least popular of them all. Yeah. And probably had the smallest section of people behind him. I don't know, pe- people will probably disagree with me. Um, but, and I think what he did is he took on one of the more popular ones and mm. more established. And he's got the statement win out of that whole bunch of people now. Um, so I'll go for him. Yeah, he's, he's come up and he's, he's shaken things up in a big way. Um, and obviously, he has the potential now to be around for a lot, a lot of years, um, to move up through divisions. So yeah, yeah, same man. I agree, I agree. He 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 done a lot man, to 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 get um to get the attention. And and you're right, he's young. He's got a long way ahead of him. And um, I think he's I think he's set up for an exciting career. So he's definitely one to watch. And he's, and I agree with you both. So I, I think again we're unanimous on the um, fight of the year, Teofimo Lopez. Yeah. 
Um, so this is a good one now. I think we're going to get disagreement on this one. Knockout of the year. Mad. You might have to go first, bro. Knockout of the year for me is Povetkin. Um, that knockout that he delivered to Dillian White, it was, it was almost like something you'd see out of a movie. Um, this old guy. Most people saw it as a fight that White would get through pretty simple. Um, Povetkin was seen as this old guy who was just here to sort of make up the numbers. Um, and then the punch in itself. That, you know, I think in the commentary, they were even talking about, you know, White's coming into the fight now. And then Povetkin hits him with such a sweet shot. But it's not just the shot. It's the way White tumbles. He tumbles like, you, like a tree falling in the forest. He just, he just collapses. The matchroom um, signage on the side goes flying um, in Barry Hearn's garden. Um, and Dylan White was out cold. And the reason why there was no fans there, all you could hear was Povetkin's corner cheering, like, yes. That, for me, that was knockout of the year. Um, I was unexpected. Um, and it was just, yeah, it, 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 it was picture perfect. Um, and it's funny as well that, you know, in the build-up, it was a lot of old man talk. Um, but yeah, Povetkin got the job done there. And uh, yeah, that, that knockout, it's just, I watch it all the time. It's just, it's just beautiful. Um, and they made a couple months later. They made Dylan White watch it on Sky, which I thought was a bit of a, a bit of a savage move. Really, um, I'd be pretty unhappy if that I was him about that. Um, but the other reason is for Eddie Hearn saying that he thought uh, Dylan White was up at eight, um, which has been disproven. Um, Dylan White was, I think, he was down at eighteen, let alone eight. Um, but yeah, the way that he tumbled like a tree was just yeah, it was it was it was it was delicious. I think years ago, White would have won this award for his knockout of Chisora, probably. Yeah. Um, but you know, this yeah. is how boxing goes, you know. This guy's hungry for blood, you know. Man called it delicious. So, and anyone can get it. I, 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 <laughs> I I I I gotta give knockout of the year to um to Javante man. Okay. To Javante Davis. Yeah. Very very similar to Provetkin's uh knockout. Um but again, similar to um maybe because I didn't watch the fight, Dylan White, but I was watching the Javante okay. Davis fight and it was just unexpected. Unexpected. And when he delivered that uh, that beast of a what, what was it again? Was it a right hand? A right hand uppercut. uppercut. It was an uppercut. It was an uppercut. A right hand uppercut. Fam, the left, pandemonium. Left oh, it was nuts. It was crazy. And similar to Dylan White, my man Sanchez, he looked like he gave up the ghost. Oh, he gave it up talk. like there and there. Like he, he just talk. he just left. He left the realm. It oh my it was it was it was just unexpected. It and because mad. Javante Davis was actually I I um, I had Javante Davis losing, you know, and when you're losing, you have to dig deep. My man dug deep and he delivered. That's why you, you, that's that's picture perfect. And when they say you're one punch away from winning a fight, yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah so it was, it was similar to it was very similar. The, the uppercut was very similar to the one the uh, one Provetkin gave to um. Um, didn't white, but I think because I was actually watching that fight, 
and it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I swear, I blinked and he was on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Devastating. Just, just, Devastating. Just to add to that, I agree. I think that, I think the, the knockout of the year is Davis Cruz. And I mean, there's not much I can say after after what Samson said yet, but I remember that. Did I say, did I say Sanchez? Active. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. I said Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they were both active. They were both throwing punches. Like, you're right, it could have gone either way. And it's just a great example of it can just happen at any moment. And the fact that they were both active, they were both landing bangs, they were both... And then he just came with the uppercut and folded him. And the thing that I remember thinking when I saw it yeah, was, that's like fight night, bro. You know in fight night when you when you knock someone out and their legs are all <laughs> folded? Like they're in the corner, their legs near their head in that. Like it's, it's all mad angles. Like that's exactly what it was. He popped him and he just literally, just, he just he, he went to sleep straight away. It was mad. It's mad. You don't really get to see much of those. And his hand was like flew out the ring. It was just, it was crazy. So that for me, knock out of here. Uh, but yeah, it looks like I've been, to, um, I've been outvoted, so Javonta Davis wins the KO of the year. Um, now this didn't mention this, Nate Robinson. Yeah. Oh, Jake, actually, no, Jake pulls him with a shout, slightly. Um, yeah, that's what I never mentioned. I heard people were accusing Jake Paul of racism for knocking Nate Robinson out. So. <laughs> Boy, it was bad, it was bad. Um, so. Should we do? Should we do disappointment of the year? So what? this one was a bit difficult, wasn't it? So we can either choose a like fight, fight. Or, or a fight. Um, I think for me, the disappointment of the year. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. I think for me, it's probably Daniel Dubois. Because um, I thought he would have more tools in his toolbox to deal with Joe. I thought there was more to him um, than what he showed in that fight with Joe Joyce. Um, and I feel like I was probably a bit conned into the hype around Daniel Dubois, that he was like this, this golden child who was just steamrolling people. Um, so for me, the way that he lost to Joe Joyce was probably the most disappointed I think I've been um, after the end of a fight this year. Obviously, there's, there's probably been facts that if I rack my brains, I can think that probably been the fight generally has been a disappointment because it's been boring. Um, but Dubois was definitely my um, disappointment of the year. Mm. That's, that's okay, fair enough. I, 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 would, I was going to say Anthony Yard. However, considering the year that he's had personally as well, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be too harsh on him. So I, I would say the disappointment of the year is actually Tunde Jai. I would say Tunde Jai. Um, because I feel... <laughs> I don't know what you guys are laughing. I will say Tunde Jai, yeah. He, he, he's, he's part of boxing. He's part of the boxing community. So hey, go for it, go for it. Go for it, yeah. I feel I feel like when when your fighter is clearly um, he he's reached his 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 limit of what he can do in a fight, or you think he's he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing, you're there to be like that third eye to give him guidance and wisdom. Um, and that fight against uh, Arthur, he should have beaten him. 
um, this has clearly damaged um, to some degree the the express train that Anthony Yard had behind him and the momentum and the confidence that people had in him as a, as a good fighter. He is a good fighter, but I feel like he's been let down by um, Tunde Jai by not giving him the sufficient wisdom and support that he needs to um, actually, you know, become that fan favorite boxer. And I feel also that you don't need a, a, a trainer who doesn't learn from mistakes. Um, the biggest fight he had against Kovalev was last year. You would have thought that, you know, Tunde Jai would have learned a lot from that and provided a lot more wisdom and guidance to um, Yard in, this, in the fight against Arthur, but he didn't. He hadn't learned. Um, and I don't think you need a, a trainer who's going to be all up in the videos, dancing. <laughs> you get where I'm going, man. So I'll say Tunde Jai. <laughs> I'll say Tunde Jai is the biggest disappointment That was sick. That's man's, it, got man's got Boxing Malone coming for his fighter now. Bro, man, you trust me. It's mad. He's all, all up man. in the video. Like, come on, man. Just chill out, Bro, man. You know what? Take the back that, seat. That might be the after the bell moment of the year still. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I think... So you me, think... Yeah. yeah, for me, I think mine's going to be less technical, man. I think my disappointment of the year is the way they handled... Um, Tyson and Roy Jones. And maybe, okay. maybe, maybe it's because, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's because of the expectations that I had in it and the way that the fight was handled in the sense that, you know, there was this huge build up and whatnot. And then the rules itself just kind of flopped it for me. Um, yeah, man. I'd say that, that just didn't, right. that just, that, that, that just kind of proper touch my expectations in a different way. Yeah, man. So for me, it's Tyson. Mm-hmm. Tyson, um, the Tyson fight. Right. So you, you was expecting it to be like a, a fan-friendly throwdown. Yeah, man. And 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 Roy mm-hmm. didn't really do much, man. And Snoop Dogg was commentating, bro. It was a bit of a mess, still. <laughs> it was a bit of a mess, bro. And I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Another, um, just one other, because I know we're split on this one, so I'll add another one into the mix. Another big disappointment for me was the lack of, um, the, the, the lack of gracious losers this year. Um, it seems like every time someone loses this year, there's an excuse or it's a robbery or you know, someone was cheating. Or so, it, it seems like every big fight that comes out of there's something that with that now, right? It's like, you know, Wilder's excuses are very well... Um, you know, very oh, well documented. Bro, that's a so, good show, you know. So that that that's very disappointing. But generally in boxing now, it just seems to be the way of the way of the world that you know, if you lost, it wasn't about the other guy being good. Um, it was about something you did wrong or that they cheated, you know, because we've seen Wilder, um, Yard, who you mentioned, you know, that was come out as a robbery. Um, even though both he and Sundarjai said they scored it seven five. So a bit of that, a straight that boxing robbery. Malone ticket's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that boxing alone. That's jokes. Bit of a strange robbery there. We've got Usyk now talking about um there was some funny business in the stuff leading up to the Chisora fight. Um even though he won. Um L- Lomachenko has come out with excuses. Um 
some boxers just need to learn to take the L, man. Yeah, real talk. Like, that's a, that's take actually a good shot. Hundred percent. Can I add? Can I add to the uh, an honourable mention to the um, fight of the year? And I forgot. I forgot to mention this. Um, but Errol Spence, man, yeah. after coming back from that car crash. And I know, I know. Obviously, <laughs> he's my guy and whatnot. But we we have to acknowledge that man. We have to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. You know, October looking battered and bruised, and you know, in December twenty twenty. You know, remaining heavyweight, sorry, heavyweight welterweight champion against a, a world class opponent in uh, Danny Garcia. So I just want to put out it, put that out there as well, man. I think I think that's a fair one. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that, that's an undecided one. Um, if you watch this, let us know what you think disappointment was. Um, sh- shock of the year. Shock of the year. So I think shock, shock of the year. Shock of the year for me, um, I think, will be that we actually managed to get some boxing this year. Um, mm. In a sport where the fighters are seem to be predominantly paid on like gates. Um, and there's no gates. And we saw pretty much all of the big names this year um, get out and fight. Granted, some of them were before um, any kind of lockdown and COVID restrictions anywhere in the world. But I think we've all seen most of the fighters we'd want to see this year. Yeah. Um, get out and all the big yeah. names. I think that that's probably surprised me quite a bit. Um, I know we didn't get to see Fury at the end of the year, which seemed to be some sort of problem with getting the finances together. Um, hopefully that's not something that will continue. Um, but yeah, I think that, that's what had been the biggest shock to me because I sort of had the year as a write-off, really. Um, mm. But, you know, when the Joshua fight got delayed and delayed and then, you know, Eddie Hearn was doing uh, fights in the matchroom garden. Um, I was like, where's this going, really? But it turned mm. out to be a, a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I think I think I think that's a that's a fair point. I think again, just to go back to um, the excuses thing, I think that's been a shock of the year as well. Some of the yeah. excuses some of these boxers yeah. come up with, uh, particularly Wilder, man, that Mark Breland uh, oh, spiking my hard, the yeah. costume being too heavy. It's just been very very um, shocking. Getting an egg shaped uh, bump on on his head. <laughs> Literally, literally, you know that poem. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that's that's another shock mm. of the uh, Wilder's excuses. Yeah, yeah. I think. Also, do you know what else? Actually, I'm just thinking about it. You mentioned it a moment ago. Um, do you know what I'm actually shocked at as well? Mike Tyson actually came out of retirement. Yeah. No, do you know how yeah. long this has been yeah. rumoured for that he's yeah. going to come out and he actually mm. came out of retirement? 100%. Which is crazy because, again, like I mentioned, um, I think it was on the previous one um, episode that um, I, I remember being in school and people used to, in college or whatever, and people used to go, Matt Tess, I'm going to come back. And yeah. here he is, 2020, and he's come back. <laughs> here he is. And he's, he's going to come back as well. Yeah, for real. A oh, little man. <laughs> oh, little man, little man in some boxing, of course. Right. Another shock of the year, little yeah, man, is when that when that commentator was talking about um, when that pundit was talking about Black Lives Matter, yeah, and he skipped past David Hay to, to, oh. 
to the white guy to talk about Black Lives Matter. We, we need to put we need to, we, we need to put a link in that in the bio so people can. That was shock of the year, that. man. That was shock of the year, bro. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. That's that's weird, man. That's weird. So just just a quick one. To, uh, are we gonna do fight so that we want to see in twenty twenty in a different episode or? No, let's do that now. Let's if if we yeah, choose we one fight, that, I think we can get out. So one fight each, yeah, because I think we're yeah. all going to be agreed on what we're going to see. One fight. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see, you know, let's see. <laughs> that Usyk versus Chisora rematch is looking. My man's breathing, boy. My man wants to see that. My man's <laughs> breathing. My man's panting for it. I'm leaving for I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I want to see that. Hey, that is just. Yeah, no, I hear that. Uh, well, I think there's two facts, isn't uh, there, that everyone wants to see. Um, the two, well, the two main ones that jump out at me is Fury Joshua, everyone wants to see. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. get that made, man. Let's get that made. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of talking at the moment, but, you know, in lockdown, they were all put, um, I think it was Fury or team, Fury's team put out a thing saying terms have been agreed. Um, so I don't really get what all the negotiations are for now, but I'm not a promoter or insider, so there must be more details to negotiate or I don't yeah. know, maybe they're stringing us all along. But that needs to happen, you know. Hopefully he can keep hold of all the belts. Joshua doesn't have to vacate anything. Mm. Um, yeah. He doesn't have to do that Usyk fight so we can get an undisputed champion. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be the one for me. Um, Same. On, I think say something. Yeah, no, that would be the one for me as well, man. Um, let's make that fight happen. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a really big moment in boxing. Yeah, and I think just to conclude matters in the world's weight division, let's get mm. Crawford versus Errol Spence, man. Yeah. I mean, one thing this year has taught us is that we don't know what's around the corner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So let's just get that. Let's get that debate dust, um, sorted out once and for all and then everybody yeah. can get on with their lives. You know, and, a, and a quick, that, quick, quick honourable, but you know, yeah, quick, quick honourable mention. I saw a newspaper clipping that showed um, that Andy Ruiz has been training hard in it, and he said Joshua's <laughs> got trouble coming his way. <laughs> he's training, he's lost weight. He said Joshua that he's coming for him. So, who knows, man? We might have, we might have that next year as well. I think, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows, man. <laughs> I think just on the, um, the Crawford Spence one is also just get over this other side of the street business. Yeah, um, we need to stop. Get get over that, man. Like you know, this is this is your legacy at stake here. You know, Spence, stop talking about um, willing to fight Canelo because I don't think that's a very realistic fact to be honest. That's ever that's really going to be yeah, considered. Focus on cleaning that division. Exactly. Um, focus and Crawford, on cleaning that division first. They're, they're both talking about they don't want to do fifty fifty. Um, I saw something at the weekend where Spence was like, he wants it 70-30 in his favour. Um, which is just like, come on, come on guys. Like, let's, let's, let's get this going. I understand we've all got to get paid. Everyone wants to eat. Like, I want to eat. Oh, damn. Yeah, I want to eat. I thought I lost you guys there still. Um, like, I, I want to eat, innit? But, you know, let's, let's get this made, man. Let's get this made. And also, Bob Arum. Bob Arum and... Oh, him and get your act together, man. Let's yeah, make it happen. And Bob Arum, start showing Crawford some, some respect as well, man. Mm. Because you're old, don't think you can get away with that, you know? Um, 
Oh, also, um, one other shock of the year for me was when um, someone in Terence Crawford's team told um, Kel Brook to go back to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, it's been a fun year, man. I don't even know if he's been New Zealand. Yeah, but... <laughs> before before Daniel gets us cancelled, man, let's look. Yeah, How long yeah, we've got left? It, Two minutes left, man. I say that's that. That was the first inaugural <laughs> after the Bell Awards. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was that was, that was the first award session, man. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think in the comment section. For sure. If you agree with us or disagree with us. Alright, man. Peace. Easy.